0: Joining me tonight is Nicole. Hey there. And tonight we are on to Ant Man and the Wasp. Ant Man and the Wasp. Uh, as Scott Lang balances being both a superhero and a father, Hope Van Dyne and Dr. Hank Pym present an urgent new mission that finds the Ant Man fighting alongside the Wasp to uncover secrets from their past. Eh, it's kind of what happens. Uh, this is the second Ant-Man movie, uh, we are dealing with the fallout of Civil War still. Civil War looms large over the last phase of the MCU here. Uh, we saw a lot of our heroes in N, or not in any game, in Infinity War yesterday, uh, but now we are seeing what Ant-Man has been up to since he was not in that movie. He has taken a plea deal to stay home, uh... For, I think, two years of house arrest and then three years probation. Hawkeye, sounds like, took a similar deal. We'll find out more about that later. Uh, but, yeah, we're going to get reunited with the Ant-Man cast and get a whole lot of new other characters. So, Nicole, what would you think of Ant-Man yeah. and the Wasp?
1: I was excited to see this one because um, I quite enjoyed the first one. You know, they're, they're on the more light-hearted, fun side of the Marvel universe. So, mm-hmm. I... I like those movies a lot. They just add that little like bit of, of relief while we're watching this saga, you know, g- g- come across. But this one was really, really good. And we laughed the whole time. Mm-hmm. Um, the story was interesting. There were some twi- twists and turns that I wasn't expecting, um, especially, you know, getting right into it with the Lawrence Fishburne character. Um, I wasn't seeing him become a villain if you want to call that and then not one at the end pretty much i mean mm-hmm. um his his through line was pretty interesting so you know the whole the whole movie is is action-packed and it's it, this is good action to me you know it's not too much and they still have the comedy side of it throughout that i really like and i have come around on Hope for this one. I really didn't care much for her. (laughs) I was hoping this one, one,
0: she would win you over some of this one. Because I think she's really good in this.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. They definitely did her right in this one. That she's become much more enjoyable. Also, uh, Pim. He's more enjoyable in this one, too. Maybe they were just... They had to kind of give them the hardened, sad pair looking for the, the mother... And that's why they were so determined. And this one, I feel like, you know, now that they have the relationship with Scott, that, you know, it could become more of a camaraderie with them. So I appreciated that more. The story is interesting in this one. I'm really not a fan of Ghost as a character. She, I'm, I'm a little confused on her, uh, what happened to her. But obviously, that doesn't really matter yet. I, I don't know if she's going to come back. But by the end of it, you know, it's resolved. So, you know, that was fine with me. Um, But overall, I really enjoyed it.
0: I like this one, I think, more than the first one because it's just, it's more fun. This is a really light and fun movie between two heavy movies. In fact, Mama Kay's question this week is, this is sandwiched between two huge Marvel movies, Infinity War and Captain Marvel. I think we'll argue tomorrow on what Captain Marvel really is. But, uh, is it a good idea to have this little piece of humor here? And, um, I, I, don't know how well it's placed i think it's i think it's fine because when these movies come out there's months in between uh, and this came out i think three or four months after infinity war came out um but i just like this like we always talk about the squads like we talk about like iron man has a squad thor has a squad black panther everyone everyone has their, their own like group of people who are specifically in their movies i like the ant-man squad i like pym and, and hope van dyne they get more fleshed out here we have a very convoluted plot that includes like four different sides. There's the FBI side. Mm-hmm. There's the go- Yeah, there's the ghost and Bill side, which is Lawrence Fisherman's character. And then there's Walton Goggins' character, Sonny Birch, who runs like the criminal underworld black market side. Right. And they're all vying for it the whole time. It makes for a fun ending. And then and there's a- uh,
1: Scott's cohorts too the, the goons that yeah
0: Louis, Louis, just... L- dave and kurt who are always good for some some good lines you, <laughs> they you, are. You, you're a big louise fan of i think
1: that they're probably the most enjoyable part of the movie for me i think they're so funny they're still they're still so smart but just their little bit of dopiness is really good in this
0: yeah this is like one of the lowest stakes movies we've had so far because so far i mean the stakes are really this low-level guy gets some tech, or they save uh, they save Hank's wife and Hope's mom, or you know, uh, Ghost gets to be alive because her powers also like pull from her. It's just it's a it's a very low stakes movie. I find it refreshing. Um, do you do you think it's it weird after Infinity War or does it not really bother um,
1: you? Perhaps you could think that. I mean, it is kind of lost in the shuffle at this point. Um, I feel like if there's something that isn't directly tied to what we're going to get to in endgame which i mean we do see that at the end that they are tied to you know what thanos did the mm-hmm. three of them but you know the the plot of this movie to me of course i don't know but i i don't foresee this coming into play later on so hmm. you know i do think it's a little weird to just be thrown in there but at the same time where else would they have put it i don't think that there's another place and plus we that 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 Zinger at the end of seeing those three snapped away was after um, Infinity War happens is like holy shit.
0: Yeah, you were. I think I don't know if you were ex- were you not expected because so the, the end as Marvel always does they have end stingers and the one in this one is Scott goes to the quantum realm to get more of like the healing sources that are found there for Ghost and uh, our our uh, Michelle Pfeiffer and uh, and Hope and um, and Doctor Pym are all on the outside. And they're about to bring him back, and yeah, we see, you know, the countdown, five four three 4, radio static. Scott's stuck in the Quantum Realm, and we see that all of our characters on the outside have turned to the Black Ash from, from, N- or from Infinity War, so... Uh, Dude, my jaw dropped to the floor. I was not expecting that at all. At first you're like, what happened? And then you, like, rem- I saw you, like, I watched your eyes remember... Oh, no, I know what that means. That means the snap just Well, first,
1: it's so strange. When it, when they cut out from Scott being in the realm, and he's like, what's going on? And then they come back out. I'm like, what are all these ants? Like, why are the ants taking over? Right, because Ant-Man, yeah. It looked like ants, and then I realized, no, it's just Ash. And I'm like, what the fuck?
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, I think, you know, I think we're going to get to Endgame in a couple days here. And I think this this movie will have more to do with the future than you might expect off the front uh, on the front end but uh, and that's
1: what- that's fair because there's some movies where i could tell okay this is probably going to be important and there's other movies that i can i i think to myself am i going to have to remember this and like this one I don't feel like I would have to remember it, but not knowing, you know, it'll be interesting for me to see what little parts of every single movie they're going to collect over into this epic.
0: And uh, I guess we're pretty much at the end of this one. This is a bit of a lighter episode because it's a bit of a lighter movie. Would you recommend Ant-Man and the Wasp?
1: Oh yeah, I definitely would. I would watch this even if I wasn't watching the, um, the whole series. I thought it was really good.
0: Yeah, if you take out the ending stinger and you just know this is like an ex-con uh, who's stuck on home arrest and he has some old science buddies who want him back for one last mission. I mean, it works on a movie like that on its own, I think. There's there's a lot of good humor yeah, in this I one. I think so. That You know, everything from, you know, we, we didn't Talk about details, but like tiny, the tiny uh, when he's tiny in the school, uh, you know, Luis and his fast talking. The I think the car chases and the and the fights at the end are really well choreographed and put together. I never, I'm not uh, really and ever
1: gi- giant in the ocean next to the ferry.
0: Oh, oh yeah, God, like that. that's I think, so funny. Like these movies, you know, with the action sometimes it's too much and it drags. But I think this movie is one of the few where like I'm never really bored. I'm always kind of, kind of with it. I'm not, it's it's a well paced. One of the shorter ones. Yeah, I, I like this one. And um, I think it's a good bridge to a more serious movie, which we'll get to tomorrow, Captain Marvel. So we recommend Ant-Man and the Wasp. We'll see you tomorrow for Captain Marvel. And, uh, Nicole, thank you for being on today. Thank you. Till next time, this is Brennan signing off saying thanks for listening and enjoy your movies.